you guys. It's Kim. And Kiana. And you are listening to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast, a podcast created for women where no topic is off limits. I am so excited to have Kiana as my brand new co-host. And we announced that last week. How's it feeling? You know what? I think I'm still on cloud nine. I'm so excited. I just... I mean, I feel like a lot of people who are OG listeners are like, oh my gosh, like it's about time. But also they're kind of like, but also we've kind of already like accepted that you're going to be around for a while. So I'm still basking in like, you know, I fucking love attention. So I'm living for this. (laughs) And also you've had like a lot of people reach out to you, right? Like random people from your life be like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. Right? No, literally like I'm already shit at replying to text messages, but I will reply to the ones when people are like, oh my gosh, is this still Kiana's number? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, we have been, like, we're listening to your um, podcast and it makes me so freaking excited. But also I'm sure they're like, wow, this is not the same girl that was like a little bit more like she was outgoing, but she was a little bit sweeter. Um, So they're probably a little bit surprised by that. But hey, you know what? I'm here to throw curveballs left and right. Yeah, and people grow and change, and I think it's exciting to be able to, like, share this new side of yourself with them and to continue to really, like, open yourself up to this audience as well. But I'm, again, obviously really, really excited about having you on. I hope you guys enjoy listening to today's episode. We decided this week we're going to take a more unstructured approach because we've been very structured for a long time. We're freaking busy. Jan and I... We are, we're busy, we're booked and busy. We've just had a really busy week too. So like her and I, like we haven't had really much time to catch up. And so instead of doing like a catch up with Kim, pick of the week and the main segment, we're just going to do a full catch up episode or we're just having a little bit of gal chat. You guys can feel like you are hanging out with the girls, drinking wine or being a sober girly like me, but we're just going to have fun. We're just going to catch up and uh, share some stories from the past week. I think what's so funny though is that little do they know that we've literally been talking for an hour and a half leading up to this about (laughs) just life in general and then we still have shit to talk about. I think that's the most impressive thing that we need to note before getting into it. It's like we have already, you know, all of the things that probably we shouldn't be allowed to say explicitly we've already talked about. So now all of the PG things that we want to talk about, we can talk about now. Do you realize it's actually two hours? So you and I jumped on a call at two and it's already four o'clock. I Right. Or did we say 2.30? I think we we did 2.30. It's been a while. But it's still been an hour and a half. We can talk. The girls can chat. Girlies can chat. Um. Yeah, I will say, guys, we can't share everything on the podcast, unfortunately, but uh, it's for for the well-being of those we care about. Literally. But, uh, <laughs> and for do. our own well-being, because I say shit and then like it's so unhinged. And then a day later, I'm like, I didn't mean that. What do you mean? Like, I'm psycho. Oh, my gosh. Same. Wait, okay. So obviously we just talked for a while, but how has your week been? Like scale of one to 10, 10 being the best week of your freaking life and one being the worst how's your week been I'd say my week was probably an eight and here's some reasons why so I don't know if we talked about this on the last podcast but I um well we couldn't have because it's only been the past week but I am quite frankly just fucking killing it at my full-time job period end of story and so that's something literally so something I'm very excited about it's like that was a good week altogether I had my annual review and they essentially were just like Kiana you're popping off keep popping off and that's that on that, you know? And so that was a great, a great, great week. But another thing that I want to talk about is it was Valentine's Day. 
this past week and it was like a little bit like I thought that I was gonna be very emotional and don't get me wrong there were times that I was like a little bit like depressy uh but for some reason I and you even noticed this whenever we were talking on the phone this past hour you're like like your vibes are like good you know and Mm -hmm. I just I'm just so tired of losers. I'm so tired of like wasting my time. And (laughs) Valentine's Day was so fun. Like it didn't have to be this whole thing where it's like, oh, I don't have like a love of my life. Like I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have this, that or the other. I literally made Valentine's Day for my like Valentine's Day cards for my writers that like had puns from spin in it. And I cooked a steak with my roommate. We shared a cookie cake. And it was beautiful. I regret nothing. Like, it was literally just such a beautiful Valentine's Day. I think I took a bath. We watched The Bachelor. It was great. Um, My roommate, actually, she got me a Valentine. uh, Go ahead. Did you spray it on the bath per usual? Did I? Of course I did. (laughs) Like, that is a ritual that, like, we just can't skip over that anymore. You have to get the bath area warm. No, Have you tried Mm -hmm. it yet? No, not yet. But if you guys listened, if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to last week's episode where Kiana gives us, like, a full rundown of how to keep your bath water warm for an extended period of time. And it's genius. So no, I have not tried it just yet, but a Valentine's day consisting of a cookie cake steak and a bath. Like what more could a girl ask for? Like a man really? could never, a man could never. And like no. Angela got me a Valentine. She got me a big candle. She got me um, a cute bracelet, a rose and like whatever, like I was having such a good day. So I know. So Valentine's Day was great. So still my week was like, you know, on this peak. And then for those of y'all who haven't been here for, um, I would call it the series of unfortunate events until the actual day of, it's been training for this freaking half marathon. So one thing that I did though, which I thought was kind of cute is on Thursday, I posted on my Spotify. I'm sorry. I posted on my Instagram, a link to a Spotify playlist where people could add songs that pump them up. Cause like I could easily, yeah. Cause I could easily make a playlist. Like I make playlists all day, every day for my job at cycle bar, but I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like I want to see what my friends have to offer. And people freaking showed up. I think like 37 people collaborated in it and the playlist ended up being like seven and a half hours long. It was amazing. And so it was just cool to see what like gets people fired up because I'm the kind of person where very unique songs fire me up you know like what's a song that fires you up that probably wouldn't fire up most um <laughs> shake it up by Florence and the Machine period see exactly like that song fucking hits but yeah it does. only for some people would it be like a freaking like pre-game you know yeah. and so I always like like I'm mine is regrets collect like oh and then you're like yeah. putting your sweatband on you're like it. putting on your deodorant you're like let's have shake a fucking up, day yeah <laughs> takes your hair down whips it around <laughs> I love so, it no that's that's awesome so what was like the most unique song you feel like was put on your playlist that you just like were you weren't like oh my god that's weird but you're like oh my god like I would never think of that and I love it now let me look some people obviously put Toby Keith on there for me but there was one that I was like, damn, this fucking hits. You remember that song Teenagers by My Chemical Romance? You're gonna clean up Te- your looks. Teenagers scared the living shit out of me. me. That's a yes. good one. Okay, so yeah. someone put that on there, which I was like, okay, that freaking hits. And then there was one more that I saw that, oh, this ain't a scene. It's an arms race. Yeah, Fallout Boy. Yes. Like, it was just songs that I wasn't expecting that, like, really fired me up. But there were some songs that came on, and I'm like... Why'd you have to do that to me? You know? Emo songs or what? Like what? No, it just like was... Oh my God, wait. Untouched by the Veronicas was on here. (sighs) That... The Veronicas. You go... What was their like... You go... go. Ah, ah, ah. 
la 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 yeah literally bangers yeah so millennial core honestly maybe i should do a um cycle bar themed class to that millennial core that'd be good you should yeah i love it good well i think that that was like a great idea too to like have people put their favorite songs on so did you end up using all of the songs in or did you have to leave some people's songs out because like uh, the time constraint you can't do a seven hour yeah so mix. i ended up just shuffling them so there were some songs that i shouldn't even get to but it's not like it was prescribed what songs i wanted to listen to it was very much a shuffle situation um but all that to say i got mm-hmm. this badass playlist that honestly i'll probably refer to that for my playlist for the next couple weeks i'm like why am i going to go out here and sift through Good. all of these songs that like are in the interwebs whenever i have friends that show up to my classes that requested songs for me like it just doesn't make any sense so I'm gonna use that for the next couple weeks but all that to say that led up to yesterday at 7 a.m at 7 a.m 27 degrees I ran a half marathon 13.1 miles I You sent the picture to me, like your little selfie at the end, chewing on your metal. (laughs) Yum. And I, I felt so proud and so like, well, my first reaction was, how do you look so pretty? (laughs) Like, guys, if you see this picture, I I don't know if you're going to post it, but like your face was, your face was like not red. Like my face, like my face turns red just when I'm like getting ready and like blow drying my hair. Like your face was perfect. You had a nice little ponytail moment like you just looked like flatter me but also just the fact the fact that you were able to physically run 13.1 miles no could not be me and you loved it I mean it was hard but you like yeah let me take you on a series of my emotions because I I told I told the group that I would take pictures. I took one picture at the starting line and one at the finish line. And I was like, I can't be out here taking pictures at every stop because it's kind of distracting to have your phone out. Like I kept mine up the whole time. Like literally at one point, Mm -hmm. I don't think I told you this. My phone actually fell out of my belt and I didn't notice it. And a runner came and caught up with me and was like, you dropped your phone. I was like, oh my God. I would have noticed once my AirPods cut out, but still like, I just like didn't want my phone to be like a focus at all. I just needed music. But Mm -hmm. so Let's back up a little bit, actually. So the Austin half had 19,000 people running in it. 19,000 people, which is wild. And so that was like, honestly, just so inspiring altogether. It's like that there's 19,000 people that at some point or another on their bucket list was that they wanted to run a half marathon or a full marathon. Like, that's fucking cool. That many people showed up for themselves and were like, I'm going to cross this off my bucket list today. Wow. And would you say it was like a pretty big age range too of like young and old? 100%. Like there were some men that I, like that were running next to me and like around me and they were probably, I shit you not like 85. There was like some (laughs) older people there, but there was also, you have to be 18 or older, I think to, in order to run Mm -hmm. it, I think. So like, but no, there was so many different ranges, so many different, just like types of people. I mean, and I think I was telling you this, like it was really cold. So we were all bundled up. So it was kind of hard to recognize anyone because you asked if yeah. I saw anyone that I was running next to. And I was like, honestly, like I can't recognize anyone. Um, but let me take you through my series of emotions. So the first mile as once we started, well, first off, like the fireworks go off. It's like this whole thing. I'll, I'll share pictures, but the fireworks go off and it's this whole thing. And then there's so many people at the starting line that you stand there for 10 minutes before you can get running. 
because everyone's taking off. Were you not claustrophobic? Like with that many people, you're like literally in a crowd of 19,000 people. I would get so stressed. I know. No, it was, it was stressful in that sense, especially because like you're looking at your watch at 6.58 and they're doing like the opening ceremony stuff. And you're like, I haven't found my friend who I'm used to keeping pace with. Where is she? Like my AirPods mm-hmm. aren't working because there's so many Bluetooths going around. Like you're kind of like frantic in that way and you can't see anything or see anyone. So like whenever I say like that was, I was like, I did not expect this part of my morning to be stressful. Um, because they also put up flags of like what your pace time is. So you can line up there. So for example, someone who has a six minute mile isn't at the very back and they have to weave through all these people to get to the front. Like Mm -hmm. they can like get up to the front and start up there. So like that's part of it too. It's like I'm out here doing fucking mental math, which I'm typically good at, but I'm doing this fucking mental math being like, what's my, what's my time? Like, I don't know. I've never ran this far before. You know, like the longest I ran before this point was eight miles because I'm stupid and I don't train. (laughs) Okay, two questions. Were you nervous at all? Like, because I get such a nervous belly when there's like build up to something, whether it's like a cheer competition when I was younger or like a first date. So like I always get like the nervous belly, you know what I mean? And so when you're standing there, was like, were there bathrooms? Were you just panicking and holding it? Like, what did you do? So this makes me sound like I have like such a nose up, but like that is such a big thing that people are concerned about for morning races in the running community is because typically when you run, you either need to have already used the restroom or during your run, you're like, oh, literal shit. I have to use the restroom. Mm -hmm. And so within the first like three miles, there's just like porter potties lined up and people like, yeah, people have to like get out and like go use the restroom because like. I tried to get up early enough to where I could drink coffee and then hopefully use the restroom before running. But yes, and like, especially yeah. with being nervous, you know, I literally, I think I tried to pee four times before and I was like, Kiana, you haven't drank that much water. And I'm grateful that I did not have to actually use, use the restroom. But yeah, there were party potties along the whole entire trail because it would hit you at whatever time. And like, there were so many signs. It was like, don't trust your fart after this point, you know, like, because <laughs> it's just so scary. And, like, you even yeah. see people, like, running off into the bushes and stuff, like, running off and people are, like, sponsoring wow. toilet paper and stuff. Like, it was, it's, like, kind of, like, animalistic. And I'm, like, mm, uh-huh. I would just, like, stop my time and go to a porta potty It's not that serious. But I'm grateful that I did not have to use the restroom the whole time. Grateful. But, no, the yeah. leading up to it's because we had to be at the race at 6.30 a.m. So my alarm went off at 4.30 that morning so that I could, my like, nightmare. eat a little something li- my nightmare, like I literally, I only teach one morning class during cycle bar and I'm giving it up because I cannot teach that early. And they're like, no, we're actually like, hold my beer. You're actually start running at 7am. So at 430, my wow. alarm goes off. And when I wake up, it is 30 degrees, feels like 25. And then of course the weather starts to decline before the start time. So by the time I start, um, it feels like 27 criminal. I was just going to say, I'm just, I was going to wrap it up and say, I'm so proud of you. Cause like the weather the build up, the crowds, the mental like strength that you needed to go through and do that and hit all those mile marks and just I'm just very proud of you. I know everybody else is very, very proud of you. And yep. if you as a listener are considering doing a marathon or half marathon, reach out to our girl Kiana and uh you know, get some tips from her or give yeah. her some vice versa tips. Cause I asked you too, I'm like, are you ever gonna do a would you ever do this again? Your first reaction was <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> and that was as I was trying to get up out of my chair and I couldn't freaking get up. 
Yeah, because your legs are like still sore. Yeah. But after you gave it more thought, you're like, ah, maybe I would in the future. I think like just getting out of your comfort zone and and doing that and accomplishing it is huge. The second question I had for you too, I just remembered it. How many times like did you actually practice before you did this half marathon? Like honest answer. Five. Five. Six. That's good. Maybe six. That's good. And whenever I say practice, I mean like running outdoors over the distance of two miles. I would say I did six times. But I don't want that. I don't want people to think that they can just like pick up and run because I bike like 75 miles a week. So Mm -hmm. like the endurance is there. But like I genuinely, if I were to ever do it again, I would still train more because my body is fucking broken, Kimberly. Yeah. Have you done any like ice baths or heat pads or like anything? As soon as I got home yesterday, I went straight to the bath for two hours and watched suits and then slept at the heat pad all night. Like I am hurting. I, I, oh my gosh, I can only imagine when I was uh, in, when I was in high school, this is so unrelated, but kind of related when I was in high school, cause I'm the first person in my family to graduate from college. Okay. A four year Mm -hmm. college. And I obviously because of that, like I didn't know what prep went into it. I didn't know how to do college applications. I didn't know what the SATs were. I didn't know anything. Yep. So the day before the SATs, everybody's like freaking out. And like, they're like, oh my God, I've been studying for months. My SAT tutor did this, that. And I'm like, wait, what? You have to study for it? Like, like what, what do you mean? mean? Like, like high school isn't me studying for it? <laughs> I, no, like, <laughs> literally literally (laughs) so I was like oh my god so like the day before the SATs I went to the store and I bought an SAT book and I'm like mom I can't go to school today I guess I have to study for this test thing like I guess it's like a really big deal and she's like okay yeah just stay home so I studied okay (laughs) yeah so I literally read this book the day before the SATs and I, I remember this so vividly I was studying outside and I was like getting so bored so I was like I'm just gonna go lay out and tan <laughs> like I would take breaks and I'm just like be reading and whatever um but yeah I feel like I did like at most three hours total of studying and like I did really well on the SATs so proud of myself I wonder there. if SATs is just a big MLM you know what I mean you know they're like you need a you need a tutor like what you learn in high yeah. school could never prepare you for this. It's like, what the fuck would then? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. this is the highest amount of education I have. And you're telling me I have to get an additional tutor for what? Yeah. I mean, I got into like every college I wanted to. And I'm just like, I don't know. I always applied myself in school. So I just thought it was funny. Like you're like, I ran five times before this half marathon. <laughs> See, and I'm like, yeah, I studied the day before. The so what Kim's, try- what Kim's trying to say is she's quite the brainiac. I'm, this is my, uh, casual way of just really <laughs> bragging about myself. Like, you know um, that I'm literally no. a genius. <laughs> I am smart. I'm, but I'm not street smart. I'm book smart. So, but I think we know that. You're more and I'm the, op- I was going to say, I'm the opposite. Yeah. Like, yeah. Put a test in front of my face. Can't do it. But make me live outside and like become the director of like a, a ring of some sort. Give, like, give me a week. You know what I mean? <laughs> but oh gosh, a couple things I want to recap. Wait couple things I want to recap before I move on for my half marathon. So one, the Austin fitness community, unreal. The amount of people that showed up to cheer people on was so inspiring. I didn't have anyone that I knew was coming to watch me specifically. I knew people that were coming to the race, but my, my friend Allie ended up showing up at like mile four and then at mile 10, I think, which was great. But like, and Sparky, 
and Sparky, my king. And it's like, that was so sweet. Like, it's like, there's nothing that lit me up more. Like, I was literally jogging, like, fighting for my life. And I was like, oh, my God, hi. Like, but even with people that you didn't know, like, the amount of people that spent so much time on their signs to be like, here's a boost up, like, all this stuff, like, it was so inspiring. I will now yeah. never not attend a half marathon or a full marathon as even a bystander if there's one in my city. It to be that like the amount of people that I smiled at because of like their funny posters or them like cheering me on when they didn't even know me from Adam was so freaking cool. And at one yeah, point I, I was it. at the I was at the five mile marker grabbing my water and one of my fellow spin instructors, Maddie, was handing out the water. I was like, oh, my God. hi! Like it was just so cool. So like the Austin fitness Love. community is unbelievable so that's one thing second thing that I want to say before continuing is that color me insufferable from here on out I ran a half marathon and you're gonna fucking know it okay <laughs> like I'm, I might it's I might get the 13.1 sticker for my car maybe of course you will be in, uh, in your Instagram bio dating profile period all the things like everything if you in case you're wondering like I'm a big runner now like I can say that and people can never say that I'm not you know? you know how many like times I'm a runner you are about, like yeah no seriously I would do the same thing like you have bragging rights now for the rest of your life you know how many times I've like used like oh yeah I've been skydiving before I was like a flex and like it was one time <laughs> literally and when I like did I have a, an amazing time the whole run of the marathon absolutely not was there times whenever I looked up what seemed to be Mount Everest on mile 12 and want to cry 100%. But do they know that? No. Little nope. do they know. I just cruise through that bitch. But I also want to note that people who do marathons are fucking animals. Animals. Uh, yeah, they are. And uh, now you're one of them. Cur- period. <laughs> Hair behind the okay. ear. I, I'm going to do a hard shift right now. Did Let's you know... Speaking of Instagram bios, speaking of Instagram, did you know you can now hide your red receipts on Instagram? So like when, really? what that means is when you, when somebody messages you, you know how you're like, I don't want to open it yet because I don't want them to see that I read it. I don't want to respond right now. In your settings, you can change it to where your red receipts are hidden. And I can't I'm literally it's doing like that your, right now. Yeah. So now everybody, you can Go into your settings. Let me see. It was under settings. Oh, click the hamburger icon. Icon. Then click settings and privacy. And then you'll scroll down to messages and story replies. Mm-hmm. Click uh, show red receipts under who can see your online and toggle it off. Uh, this is beautiful, Kim. It's amazing. So now there has been some. Yeah, there's been some stories I've been avoiding opening because of that very reason. Yeah, because yeah, I'm so not I a bad person. Was, I just have nothing to say, you know. <laughs> or it's like you just don't, you know. But or it's like you just don't have time to respond, or like right. you're just curious. Like if a guy messages you, like, what did he say? But you don't want to like really acknowledge that it was sent. Fun right. little fact for you guys. Um, I wrote that. I have um kind of some exciting news from this past <gasps> okay. week. Okay. Okay. Hear about it? Yeah. Okay. So Kim's dating chronicles continue. Are you ready? Love. <laughs> so this this past weekend and currently now, I've seen my best friend in town. Uh, she's visiting from Austin. We've been like exploring all over the city. Well, yesterday we went to Mission Beach, which you went to with me last time you came into town. Mm-hmm. We love it. So I went to Mission Beach with her. 
we park, we're walking on the boardwalk. I have my towel, I have my cute little outfit on, and we're just walking along the bike trail looking for a place to set up. Well, as we're walking, I see this guy on his bike and he has like a big fluffy dog. He's so cute. Like we like kind of make eye contact. We both have sunglasses on though. So like, did we make eye contact? I don't know. So, the mystery. Yes. And so did we make eye contact? I don't really know. But I am now confident that we did. So we kept walking farther and Danielle and I did. And at one point I was like, oh my gosh, I have to pee. So we, I, there's a public restroom that I went pee in. Well, as I'm walking to the restroom, he's out front and he was getting his dog water. So I'm walking past him to go into the bathroom and we look at each other again and he goes, hey, right at me, literally right at me. And I was like, oh, hi. And he's like, I like oh, how's it going? And we just start talking. Cute little casual meet cute. How does this happen to you? I don't know. And like, I'm, I, ha- I don't have my hair extensions in. Like I just have my hair in a bun just like this sunglasses like a black tank top black big flowy pants I'm carrying like a huge green uh chair and like a big purse you know it's like it's not like I was like hooching it out or anything so we start we start talking about his dog and his dog super super cute I talked to him about Louie he tells me he also has like a wiener dog like just so cute so we're just bantering oh he's like uh an MRI tech and uh moved to San Diego last year I, I told him about Austin whatever back and forth we also found out like we're both sober and like it was just like this really like organic cute conversation we had and he's I'll show you <laughs> so Danielle's off to the side right she like sees this all happening and she was like waiting on the other side of the bathroom and I guess she like creeped and took a picture of us <laughs> so she's like you obsessed will you send it to me yeah <laughs> and so him and I are chatting okay, whatever. Good. and he goes well like I would like love to see you again like could I like get your number and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, my gosh, totally. So I'm looking for my per- my phone and my purse. I don't have it. I had left it in the car on accident. Oh, shit. And I said, oh, can- here, you take mine. I don't have my phone. He's like, oh, I don't I don't have mine either. Like, I live up the street now. It's just taking my dog for, uh, for a ride. Oh, my God. So neither of us have our phones. And so I had to holler to yell over. And I was like, hey, can we use your phone so I can get his number? And um, so then we all got chatting and it was it was pretty funny, um, but very cute guy. Um, I'll keep you posted on all all of this. Have y'all talked since? Yeah, we're texting. Um, he I haven't texted him back just yet, but he asked me out on a date on Wednesday. So I will. Oh my god, dating in San Diego is amazing. Like it is unreal. I I'm like, what is happening? But. He's a very cute guy. Obsessed. And it's just like, it's nice that it was like okay. so organic. And like, we just were bonding about dogs and not drinking and traveling. And and that's how it should be, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that was my little update there. I just thought it was very wholesome and cute. Uh, okay. Love that. Can't wait for all the updates. I'm literally writing this down so I can remember to ask you next week. Please. And then as for Valentine's Day, and you chatted about yours, but like, I didn't do anything. Honestly, oh, yeah. I like, didn't realize it was Valentine's Day that day until like later and no hard feelings i was like totally fine the funny thing i want to call out in san diego people really like valentine's day and what i mean by that is like yeah there's like the the restaurants have their specials and things like that but people this is so weird to me i'm not against it but i'm like what people decorate their homes for valentine's day like christmas no (laughs) nope i'm good 
I'm set. It's so cute. No, there's You're like, kidding. Yeah, like the white picket fences have like little strings of like hearts on them. And there's like little heart-shaped uh, um, wreaths hanging on the doors and things like that. I'm like, what? Like I've seen multiple homes like that. You don't like that? What? No. <laughs> Two things. How do you feel about the decorating? And would you ever... So I feel like I, you're hard to read. So I know you love like events and decorating, but I wonder yeah. if this is crossing the line. I think it's crossing the line. I fucking hate it to be, to be quite <laughs> frank. Um, so I appreciate you asking because I have something to say. Uh, my thing is, is like fa- Valentine's day isn't a season. Like there's not a season associated with it. So how long do you have mm. them up? Like when, when, what date would you put up your February? I mean, I'm sorry, your Valentine's day decorations. Probably February 1st and take them down the 15th. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, are you going to invest in decor that's going to last 15 days? Um, is there, are there any other holidays that are only that short? I mean, technically Halloween, I, mean, I guess, but that falls into fall. St. Patty's. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say, but either way, I think it's very wholesome and cute. I don't know if I personally would decorate, but it's like, it's just so joyful and cute. And it's so, I feel I, niche to, see, to San Diego. Cause I'm like, I've never seen this in any other city. I was so gonna say maybe that's just me being a love hater. Like, well, I mean, yeah, same. But <laughs> well, I'm optimistic. But if uh, let us know on Instagram at my lips aren't sealed podcast if you guys decorate for Valentine's Day in your city. I am so intrigued by this whole phenomena that yep. is taking over this city. The other thing I wanted to say, and <laughs> this is just like something I saw on TikTok. Ooh, also okay, I have two more things. Barbara and Nancy. What do you think of when I say those names? Barbara, Nancy. Um, I I don't know. I can't think of any other names right now. My grandmas. What do you, what do you? Grandmas, moms, right? Just older yeah. lady names. Why? Did you know? And okay, and then so what do you think of like with um like Brittany and Ashley? What do you think of with those names? Sisters. Okay, perfect. Did you know that the new uh, generation now considers names like Brittany, Ashley, Emma, Erica, things like that. Those are their old lady names. No, they're not. Who said that? Yeah. It's on TikTok. It's all over. This lady came home and she, her kid was saying, telling her, you know, he went to school and he goes, well, yeah, like Miss Rachel and Miss Laura, like these are all like my teachers and they're old. And so for us, it was like Barbara, Nancy, Susan, things like that. Those were our old lady names. But for them, now Brittany and Ashley are old people names, which is shocking because they're all like Olivia, Penelope, things like that. Scarlett, more trendier names. Those are the young people names now. So just let that sink in. It's not sinking in very well. I know. I know. Wow. So I just wow. had to throw that in there. So if uh, if you haven't been feeling old today, now you really will. <laughs> Between and that and us listening like, to Untouched by Veronica's, I mean. <laughs> yeah, well, I think too, like my, my, one of my best friends in elementary school, her name was Amanda and her mom's name was Barbara. And so this like really sh- like hit home with me. I was like, no way. But I feel like Kim and Kiana, I don't know if those are necessarily okay, aligned wait, in that same category. Let's talk further on this because I was actually talking about this with my coworker the other day. It's like there are some names though 
that either are too aged or not aged enough. And like, I feel like the name Kiana is too immature of a name. Like, I feel like people don't think about when they think of Kiana, they don't think about an 80 year old woman, you know, but I feel like Kim is very universal. And I think about things like growing up, like my grandma, her name is Fern. Okay. Someone Mm -hmm. literally gave birth and looked at this baby and said, this is a fern. Like this is fern. (laughs) And like that is stuff that I can't get past. And so Mm -hmm. I think it's so cute when people like another example is when people name their kids like something like really wild, like, like, and no judgment if this is your kid's name. Like I understand you like what you like, but when people name their kid Lakely, imagine an 85 year old Lakely. How do you spell that? I think the way that she spelt it was L-A-K-E-L-E-I-G-H. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did not expect that at all. Um, yeah, I don't I don't imagine that at all. I mean, it's like Brinley, any of those like little like Kinsley, those type of names are very like. And I still think younger. the same thing. I mean, my little sister, her name is Kennedy. And I think Kennedy feels very young, too. Like, I don't see like an old Kennedy. Yeah. What about Kimberly? Does that feel like old? Yeah, I don't imagine an old lady named Kimberly either. But I can I can imagine an old lady named Kim. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, so, like you I have versatility know, in your like, name. I agree. DM us, guys. Let us know what what you consider old, right, or young. And then I'm curious how it applies to men's names too, because there aren't, from what I've seen, there's not as much uniqueness to men's names. So uh, let's let's uh, get some feedback on that. The last thing I wanted to say in our little gal chat, we'll be wrapping it up in a little bit. This is a little miniature episode. Have you been watching the new Love is Blind season? I imagine not because you've been a busy girl. Yeah. I, I haven't watched it, but I'm very in tune with what's going on via TikTok. That bitch looks oh like Megan God. Fox. She does. Yes. She looks she totally like does. Megan Fox. No question. And I think that like, yeah. and also she literally said, it's just my eyes and my hair or something like that. And he only heard, I look like Megan Fox. Like you're the one for being Man. fucking stupid. For more context, guys, if you're watching, we're talking about, uh, and if you haven't seen it, Love is Blind, if you don't know the premise, you meet in the pods, you don't know what the person on the other side looks like, people fall in love just by hearing their voice. So this couple, it's Chelsea and Jimmy, and Chelsea tells Jimmy, (laughs) I've been told I look like Megan Fox, but I don't see it. That's what she says. I don't see it. And like you said, all he takes away from it is, oh, she looks like Megan Fox. So when she's revealed, she's a curvier girl. She is kind of obnoxious. Like, I'm not saying, oh, my God, I'm so team Chelsea. Because, like, when they're, I guess I did kind of spoil it (laughs) because they end up together. But it's all over TikTok. Like, you're looking under a Like, you can't miss it. But they end up, you know, doing the reveal. And she's, like, so obnoxious with her reveal. And... I just, I can't, I don't, I don't. She definitely did not do herself any service in the reveal. I will say that. I, I agree. Because I see her on TikTok after and she is owning it. I'm like, then why, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? I haven't looked her up just yet. She's doing great on TikTok right now. And then, so when I see her reveal, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, the thing is too, like from like a reality TV person's perspective, like I look at when way back when when I got engaged I look at like the scene of when I was like what I chose to wear during my engagement and I would never wear that now 
Like they literally, the producers had me go buy that dress that day because they didn't like the dress that I had chosen for my proposal. And so I had like less than, I had like two hours to go shopping at Target. And oh like no, I was going to ask where you found me, it at. Like, yeah. And you know, it was a beautiful dress. I got like a lot of questions about it, but like I looked a little pregnant in the dress. Like it did not flatter my body type. And so looking back, I'm like, ugh, I looked awful. But in the moment I thought I looked okay, but you don't know how you're going to be seen on TV because you don't know how you actually look until you see it on the show. So regardless, I did think she looked beautiful. I do think she could have dressed herself better, but I also think she does look like Megan Fox. Like if you really look at her side by side, she does. 1000%. 1000%. And, but I do appreciate the strength that that other woman showed whenever she was like, um, whenever you see, you are going to choke. You are going to need your EpiPen because you are going to lose it. And I'm like, pop off, bitch. Like, I don't care. I, oh, yeah. I, again, like, I haven't watched anything yet, but like, just the way that she was just so confident in herself, I'm like, pop off. Proud of you. I. I love it. So I will say, guys, if you have not watched Love is Blind yet, there's so many more things. Yep. I just don't want to spill it all. But the next round of episodes comes out in a few days. So I'm definitely going to be binging it again. They have shown like what you'll see now is like them falling for each other and all the reveals and proposals. And then the next session or segment of episodes is going to be like them. Um, I think like is it what's next? Like their proposal or their um the honeymoon suite have, have like they left that, the pods le- yet so they met but that's all yeah. you've seen so far yeah yeah so they go on so their honeymoon I, together i cannot wait one of my favorite gals in the show is ad um hated this guy named matthew this guy named jeremy was pretty funny jessica not very likable but her little badass exit i was kind of here for it love it there's a lot so i think you need to catch up on the episode episode okay i will so we can have like a full we, sh- we should have like a full love is blinds like a content episode. download essentially like that could be a section yeah yeah okay i like that I did an episode about that yeah we did okay an, i can uh, do that an episode about love is blind and it was so fun but that's all i wanted to really I ha- chat about i just yeah go ahead i have two quick things it's gonna take 42 seconds let's hear it first thing i got a text from a listener saying that the whatever that fucking thing is that sees their shadow what is it a raccoon? No. Groundhog? A, gr- <laughs> yes, a, a groundhog. Did you know that that is a very specific lineage of groundhogs? Like that person, like that groundhog like lives in a home and is like weighted on hand You're and kidding. foot. Wait, so it really is? Year round. So that motherfucker can come out and either show his shadow or not one day a year. <laughs> As he should. So if you're having I mean, a bad I'm day, at- just think about the fact that a groundhog is being treated better than you. For real. That is so true. But you have to think like how much tourist money comes in because of this one groundhog. Like he deserves that treatment throughout the year for how much money That's he brings fair. in for that little It's probably town. so good for, yeah, for like the city taxes and stuff that like local that. local economy. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Crosby can be the town, the city dog. I'm, I'm here for it. Well, it's like Phil the Puxitani groundhog is the taylor swift of his town like really just boosting it all that's beautiful yeah that's beautiful kim thank you what was the other thing you wanted to the say? the last thing that the last thing i want to say is do you still have snapchat yes but i don't use it okay okay so i went through my snapchat the other day just do a little audit you know mm-hmm. and 
on my Snapchat, I realized I still follow this girl. Like whenever I remember back in the day, like whenever you met people at clubs and stuff like that, like you would just share your Snapchat, you know? And so I have people on there that like I haven't spoken to since like my one night out. <laughs> and so I remember whenever I lived in Houston, me and my friend Sarah, we went out and we, for some reason, got a table at this like kind of sketchy club in Houston, but it was like still fun. Like we didn't pay anything. They just gave it to us for free. And so our tables were kind of like conjoined with this other group in their tables. And it was this girl. And I honestly couldn't tell you her name. No clue. But her and her friends were on one all night. They were all off for the night. And they were strippers in Houston. And they were, we were having a fucking blast with them. Okay. And so they were like grinding on us. And I have all these videos of them. And so I was on Snapchat the other day. And I realized that I still follow her. And her Snapchat name is I am cream period. Oh, and the way, and the way that I am looking at her stories, I'm like, she has not changed one bit, but she is still my fucking bitch. Like there was one, it was like, I got my headshots done today and she just looks like snatched a shit. But then the next one, she's like booty dancing at a nightclub. I'm like, I love this bitch. So may this be your reminder to go back through Snapchat today yeah. and just look at the people that like you forgot that you even added mm -hmm. and you could have a very interesting evening and so all i'm saying is i am cream girly miss you love you and i hope you're doing well it seems like you're in canada now so thinking about you <laughs> that's iconic i i love that and i think that's a great place to end today's episode you can't get any better than <laughs> i am cream pie from canada is that it? I am cream pie? No, go you can't. Go add her. Go it's just her. I am cream. I think oh, the, yeah, I am I think cream the pie, pie is... It can... <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> 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 okay. Any... <laughs> Anyways. Oh, my gosh. My you face sound like such a narc. <laughs> I know. My face is so sunburned. I just okay. Like I am cream red. pie, girly. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Can't get any better than that. So, we will just end... On that note, I hope you guys enjoyed just listening to us chat about everything. We covered a lot. We got the half marathon. We brought back yeah. Phil the Pucks Tony Groundhog, uh, first dates, <laughs> I mean, and everything in between, which is fantastic. Check us out on Instagram. My personal is at Kimberly Cobb. Kiana, yours is? Kiana underscore Milliken. Yes. And then if you guys want to engage with us on socials, it's at my lips aren't sealed podcast. We decided to do this week as audio only as well. Guys, we're getting into the swing of things. It was a long week, so we're just doing audio only. But once we figure out our little setups and we really just nail down this long distance podcasting, we will get those videos back up. It's for you over guys. for you bitches. Yes. And we will get those videos back up on socials and on YouTube for you guys to enjoy as well. But if you did enjoy today's episode, please make sure to rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple podcasts, leave a written review and we would love you so, so very much. We hope you guys have a great, great rest of your day. Kiana, you got any last words for our incredible followers? I was going to be a little bit unhinged, but I'm just going to say have a great week. And 2024, I have a feeling, is our fucking year. And I know it's already all, almost March, but just remember that as you go throughout the rest of your week. Bye. It's continuing to be the best year. I love it. Have a great rest of your day, guys. And we will chat more next week. Bye. Bye.